Welcome to the Perspective Podcast, where we embrace open dialogue from different perspectives about entrepreneurship, relationships, and education. And this open dialogue is needed, especially today, as we live in a Twitter finger society where everyone seems to care more about getting their point across than they are about hearing the other person's perspective. If you're ready to grow your business, your relationships, and your personal development, stick with us here at the Perspective Podcast, because sometimes in life, to get to the next level, you just need a different perspective. If I look like what I've been through, I'd be roadkill. Tell me off of the pavement, I'm reeking from the... All right, everybody, welcome to another, another episode of the Perspective Podcast. I'm C. Muzan. Got T here with me. Say what's up, T. What's going on, family? Can I get a bang and a bang? Oh, I mix up the rhythm of the bang today. <laughs> it's all about the cadence. All about the rhythm. There we go. But we still got it in, guys. Hey, welcome back again. We appreciate all of you that continue to listen, continue to join in in the conversation. We're back to give you just another uh, week of more perspective. Again, remember the mission of what we're doing here, guys, is really just having the conversation not about right or wrong in life it's about people's perspective it's about yeah. you understand somebody else's perspective on things and so that's why we want to continue to give you different perspectives things for you to uh, take in and really think about so that you can start to direct and navigate your life in the way that you want it to go all right so here for another week we got we got some good stuff that we're going to talk about today oh yeah um, t had brought up this this concept and so we just want to kind of flow with it today we uh, have had guests on recently, right? So you've been getting other people's perspective come in, but you know now just just for T and I having this conversation with with all of you about um, you know some of the things that that are important. So T posed this question to me before we jumped on, before we started recording, um, that said like, if you had one you know piece of advice or uh, something that you would give as far as like a skill set or some or some type of skill or mindset that that you would give to make someone successful or to pass down to someone kind of what would that be uh and it got us thinking like man what you know what are those intangibles like what are the things that we really think someone needs in order to be successful and so we thought it was going to be a great time to give you our perspectives on that and hopefully take something from it um but t i'll open it up with you man kind of give some context first off like how how did you get to this place of thinking about this question anyway man um well it's, actually it's funny man like um being a father <laughs> right I got it. it's funny enough right uh go figure um being a father you're you're constantly thinking about what what can I pass on to my to my sons right I have all boys and um and like what can I pass on to them where I know, like, God forbid, I'm, I'm not here anymore. And they have something that they can always go back to. Like, what would that be for them or the, lead, the people that I'm leading within work, et cetera, et cetera. And it always comes down to like, like, like two things for me, right? And, and really three, I, I do, and, I, and I, I won't talk about one as much, but one is like, you have to have a really good base from a faith base. Um, I, gonna, I believe, that was literally going to be my number one thing, bro, yeah. so I'm glad you got that out of the way. All right, yeah, like, you know, like, if we really, like, I, I, I just, it's the foundation upon which is built on. Now, I'm not talking about, like, religion in the sense of, like, you, you need to be associated with this group so that you can feel like you are, um, you are something, but truly having, like, your faith locked into a foundation that's really unmovable, right? Um, and then upon that, I feel like it begins to layer, right? It be, be, it be, and the reason why I believe that that's important is because that's where you start finding, like, yourself, Right. Like that's where you start finding out like who you are, like, why am I here? Like, what am I going to do? Like, who am I? And once you secure like that, who am I? Or you start to get some like understanding of it. Right. Like you don't have to get to this because I struggle with this. I really struggle with getting to this. Like, I must know exactly who and then I can go be it. Right. And, and that really caused a lot of stress in my life because what I've learned is the who is being unraveled every single day of my life, right? Like, you know what I mean? And that's okay. Like, it's a journey, right? Like, I had the privilege of being able to remember conversations with, you know, 60-year-olds when I was 15, 70-year-olds. And, and, I, and I remember, like, kind of being thoughtful, like, 
they were like still figuring them, their life out. <laughs> and, and, you know, people be like, I'm grown now. Like you grew up like with this kind of concept of I'm grown. Right. And um, I should know. Well, no, just because you're an age doesn't mean you should know anything. Right. Like there's some things that you probably would tell me and I'm like, oh, I never do that. And you're like, you didn't know that. Right. And so taking the pressure off yourself and understanding that it's a daily journey, but it, that's built in something solid. Right. And not just like whatever. Right. Um, and your whatever might be solid. It might be different. But whatever your faith is. Right. You got to lock into that. Right. Like, why am I here? Like, is there something greater than just myself? Um, so that's number one. I said two, but it's really three, right? That, that's number one. And let me, number let, two. Let, let me jump in real quick because I think that that's it's a good point since it was going to be one of my points anyway, right? One yeah. I think oftentimes people don't think about what their anchor is when life gets hard. Yeah. Right? And that's something that's constant, that like life will get hard. Life, you know, <laughs> I, I often tell people, right, like when I'm coaching them or talking to them, you know, life is like UFC, right? You're going to get knocked out. You're not yeah. going to go undefeated. Like, yeah. that's just the way it is. Yeah. You're going to get punched in the mouth. The question is, how quickly can you get back up, right? Because some, some people get knocked out and they'll get hit three, four times. And on that fourth hit, they don't get up anymore. Yeah. They just, they're like, all right, this is it. Like, I can't, I can't yeah. face this, right? Yeah. And the strongest people are the ones that continue to get back up and continue. And that only, I believe that only comes from having a strong faith base. Like you really can't continue to get punched in the, in the mouth yeah. year after year in life, right? As you go through life, you really can't, if you don't have some form of an anchor, something yes. that's really holding you down and saying, okay, at least I can go back to this. Cause this is kind of like when everything is not doing well, I, know I have this. Right. Like it's eternal. Right. Like you can't put that anchor in people. Right. Like I like I love my family, but God forbid, like. We have a fire and that's it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, God forbid, like I'm not trying to be morbid, but like your anchor can't be in like like things that are not eternal. World. Yeah. It can't yeah. Be yeah. Because all these things will go away. Right. Like, Correct. Yes. Happen, so. And some people don't. I mean, however you want to define that anchor, like we're not here to have that conversation um specifically in this moment you know but my my faith is in is in the word right and now people will say oh that sounds religious well like mm, you if if we have enough time you will find out how unreligious i really am <laughs> um but but i digress right um and so as we as we go through you have this anchor then you start like building on it right and so for me there's two skills that i believe really is, i guess you can break it up into three whatever but like I believe that if you have these skills and you operate with these skills at a very high level, you can, money will not be an issue for you. So I'll say that again, right? Like people like, so, cause people really want to get down to it, right? Like money will not be an issue, right? And you can be terrible at like a lot of stuff, but if you do these two things really well, like you can keep, you can maneuver them to keep drawing money towards you. Number one is the ability to be able to influence right? It's the ability to be able to influence through ridiculously good communication, orally, body language, and written, right? If you learn how to effectively influence and in how you communicate with people and how you communicate with your body, that so many people forget about that. So communicate, be able to communicate from a written standpoint, you will always put yourself in a position to be able to extract wealth from whatever pond or pool you want to pull from right like this is like like people be like well it's too bad you didn't understand me i said what i said no <laughs> no if your intention was just to say words then great you've accomplished your goal but if your intention was to get them to hear your ideas and hear your perspective on things, it is your responsibility as a communicator to effectively communicate in a manner that the other person, the intended person, has an understanding of. And then you also, it's just not you talking, you operate as a listener so that other people can come to you and feel like their ideas are heard and understood and they feel safe talking to you, which then opens up the gateway for effective communication and ultimately influence, 
yeah. right? Like, um, like it, it's, um, you know, we had my, uh, my CEO on, right? And he always talks about like, he loves like, um, like Obama, right? And he's like, Obama and Clinton, he's like, not because political reasons, he's like, because they had a way of and like very quickly having a conversation with somebody and finding out how to speak in the language of that person where they just would do whatever they wanted them to do. You know, and I was like, uh, and he's, and I was like, language of the person. And he's like, yeah, like, obviously not like language. Like they didn't just go and be like, oh, I can speak Turkish now, right? He's like, but however they were communicating, however they needed to have understanding, they would then adjust their communication to meet that standard so that the other person was more receptive to the ideas, the policies and all the things that they would have. And then the person would be like, you know what? I like your idea. And they're like, cool, let's go. Let's go do it. <laughs> it's so interesting that we're having this conversation. I just finished watching um, a YouTube with TD Jakes and and Judah Smith and TD Jakes, Jakes has a book out called Don't Don't Drop the Mic. And yeah. Have you read it yet, by the way? Have no, I have not. It's on my list. It's on my list too. But I, after this conversation, definitely gonna go get it because this okay. is exactly what you're welcome, TD Jakes. No, yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> you get it, right? Like, uh, but this is exactly what he was talking about in the book, or you know, when they were kind of talking over the book, is yeah. just being able to um, communicate. I think Judah had asked a question, something along the lines of like, how do you communicate to people that aren't like you, right? Because we're very, most times we talk to people that are like us, we yes. communicate the best with people that are like us. Yes. Um, and TD Jake started, you know, going into some different things. But one of the things he said was, uh, you know, you can talk about the commonalities, right? Like we have commonalities in life. Yeah. That, like we all face as human beings, regardless yeah. of what country you're in, what you look like, gender, all those mm -hmm. things there's some common common things that will allow you to be able to connect with people. Yeah. But most importantly, it's about listening. Yes. Most importantly, it's about listening to other people and not expecting to know what to say mm -hmm. uh, if you don't understand them or, you know, you have to be yes. honest. Like if you, you, you don't know what it's like to be in their shoes or you don't know what it's like to live their, their life, yeah. but listening and understanding what, what they're saying, where they're coming from, and then understanding that we're all human and that we all have some common things and starting to speak to those things allows you to communicate better. So yes, I literally just listened to that last night, man. So, so, and then look, confirmation, right? Like, like I used to, like, I was always attracted to people who can articulate themselves really well, right? Like, maybe it was just how I grew up and uh, things too. that I was doing and, and, you know, within the church speaking and all that. So I, I really put a lot of emphasis on that. However, I ran into a brick wall because I became the person that always wanted to sound smart in the room. Because I wanted, like, like, I knew stuff and I wanted other people to know I knew it. So the only way you do that is by talking, right? Um, but what I found was I, I became more influential when I stopped trying to like sound smart and I just actually started asking a bunch of questions. And I became very curious about people. And I became very curious about how you thought about things, right? Like, I mean, hell, this is how this podcast started. Like, I would call him like, hey, Chris, like, what do you think about this? Or what do you think about that, right? Like, we would go through these, like, like questionnaires on each other, like, what, intrinsically. Like, we, we weren't, like, planning it out. We weren't like, hey, I got 15 questions for you today for this next hour. Like, you got time, right? Right. right. Um, but when I became curious about people and I started asking questions, I started having that the words to say that they found most valuable because they told me what was said, what would be most valuable. And so this is how influence really works, right? Think about it. If you're, everybody's influencing. I have like a group of guys, right? Like they don't like to be considered like salespeople, but I'm like, guys, you're selling every day, right? Like, didn't you, okay. So did you not have an interview to get the job? Didn't you have to sell yourself and sell your experiences, sell your skill sets, sell your character that people trusted you in a $75,000 truck with $250,000 of equipment on it. And you were just gonna be going off in the abyss. Like right. you didn't have to sell somebody on that, right? Like, and so like we're selling our parents on things. We're selling our kids on things. We're selling, sometimes we're selling the person at the counter when you say, hey, there's a discount on this. And they're like, I don't think there's a discount on that. Now you have to influence them to believe that it is to take the time to go check on the discount. <laughs> Listen, you're hitting the nail on the head because, and again, people don't like to hear this, or maybe they just haven't 
always equated it, but I understand it just like you understand it. Sales is influence. That's it. That's all it is. Sales is influence. If you ever hear people say things like, I don't like selling. I hate salespeople. I don't sell. I'm not good at selling. Then that means you have no ability to influence another person. Correct. Your child or the dog or any, like it's influence. (laughs) It doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter what you call it. Do you have the ability to influence someone yeah. to your perspective, to your to, to what's right for them or whatever the case is? Yeah. You know, it's let, let's make it easy for folks, right? A sale is what happens once an agreement has taken place, right? Yeah. So instead of being like, oh, I don't like sales, that's like saying I don't like agreement. Right. like let me break it down let me let me give some new revelation like new hot take on the podcast all right like like i'm thinking this through and we said we were going to do this right like to for people say i don't like sales you're saying i don't like agreement and we know that's not what you're saying because you like agreement everybody likes to have agreement right like some people don't but you know but like okay right but there's a few of us out here that prefer most people do we like agreement so instead of thinking of sales as something as a negative, it's actually a positive. Like we all are trying to get to an agreement. What I'm saying is, is influence, not manipulation. See, some people think influence is manipulation. No, influence says, what is it that you want? And I have what I want. Can we come to an agreement? Can I effectively communicate the benefits and the value of us having an agreement Let's take the word sale off the table and we will have an agreement for said amount for said value of product and service that we both feel like we want in in the situation that is influence that is what we're talking about the byproduct of what we just said is called a sale All right. So no longer I'm a salesperson. That's like, a, that's like, or we, if we're saying we're salespeople, we're saying we're agreement people. We're people that get to agreements. That's all right. Like, let's just word it differently. Like maybe it takes the pressure off of folks. Let me use that at work on Monday. Right. Sure, like, it's good because remember how we think of things is like how we, you know, have those connotations. That's how we start to process and think of things. And too often that word sales, salesman, saleswoman, has had a negative connotation yeah. in people's mind, but really it's just influence. Like it's just a skill that you have to learn. Like again, yes. we got to this place by saying, like, this is one of the, the fundamental skills that if we could pass down, that this would make you successful. This would allow you to be in any room. This will allow mm-hmm. money to come. Like it's influence. Yes. That's all that this is, and not enough people. And you you've already said this, see, like influence comes on the back of communication mm-hmm. so becoming a great communicator allows you to have better influence so think of how often people are working on their communication skills listening to things that help them communicate doing things to write if you don't practice those things and work on those things you won't have as much influence over people no you won't i mean take it take it in parenting right father's <laughs> day take it in parenting right if you don't understand how to communicate and all you do is let your emotions go and let your, right, ah, I'm going to yell, ah, this is, right? Like, then you're not effectively influencing them in the proper ways because you can't communicate to them. Nope. Right? Like, it's just, and that's why we'll see kids that have, right, behavioral issues and all types of stuff because yeah. all they're getting is the emotion side of you because you haven't practiced the communication to be a, to be a better influence in their life. And it's think, tough. Think about it, Chris. Like, like, obviously, some situations will make you or anybody angry, right? But typically, when people are angry at work, on their job, um, in business, is because they have, they lack the, the, the ability to influence the situation the way they want it to be. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's it. That's essentially really what we're, we're, we're like. Now, mind you, there's other humans, so it can't always be the way you want it to be. That's where communication comes in to be able to listen, to hear what the other side wants, and then to see if you can offer value, right, to, to what they're looking for, where you guys both win. If you don't, then it's okay. A sale can't happen because you can't come to an agreement, right? That's okay. And, and this is why this skill is so important. 
it encompasses every single part of your life. You just talked about parenting, right? We talk about marriage, talk about, you know, we just did a whole like series on like people trying to get married, right? And, 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 and if you think you're going to be married and effectively married and happily married without perfecting your communication skills, without effect, uh, perfecting your ability to be able to influence the other person, right? And again, I say influence, not manipulation, influence, because they're influencing you too. And it's okay. Like, it's okay. Sometimes we don't know. And some, and you have a partner, like even like we talk about our foundation being the word, right? Like, you know, and if you believe the scriptures, it, it said that God saw that it wasn't good for man to be alone, right? Like Adam, it, there was a woman there, right? Man and woman, they, it was an agreement, right? Adam said, man, you know what? I want to be one with this person. He, he said, I must be in agreement. When Adam saw Eve, not because she probably was the finest woman ever to walk the face of the earth, right? Because because she was the only woman to ever walk the face of the earth, right? Like so, all he knows, right? But I think there's something very subtle and 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 beautiful in the sense of like he was just like I want to be one with this person, and we weren't talking about sex. It's like there, I must come to an agreement yeah. with them, right? Like yeah. we we must if we're gonna be here together, we gotta agree. We definitely and, talk about it in marriage all the time, like vision, <laughs> right? Like somebody's influencing the vision. If you yes. if neither one of you have a vision of what the marriage is gonna look like and where you want to be in life, you're not gonna get anywhere. So, yeah, but that's that, influence too. Exactly. You're influencing chaos in, in right. what we would call what we would define as chaos. That's right. That's right. And again, that's th this. Man, I'm so glad you said this because this is the foundation. I believe this is like real foundational for like <laughs> we're on the same page. <laughs> yeah, like what? Because it's true, man. Like this is everything in marriage and parenting, at work, in a business, right? All of it. You know, I do a bunch of coaching and right mentoring, and not only running the business, but like this is just about communication. I often tell people in business, like I'm in a business of words. Right. I just I just communicate to people all day, whether it's about money, whether it's about their personal stuff, whether whatever. I'm just communicating. That's all yeah. I do. And yeah. so this becomes super foundational for people that want to be successful in any area of your life. Any area. You got to right. learn how and to do it. You don't, you won't have to worry about a lot of stuff. Dating. I say you don't have to worry about money. When I, just, when I started this, you don't have to worry about like finding someone like you may not find the right one for you. But it'd be easier to get through the, the people because you sit down like like when I was dating and this is a long time ago, <laughs> like I learned very early on, like if you have good conversations, like like from a, as a man, like to a woman, because a lot of times women were like, what you want? Like, you know, my wife actually said that to me. She was like, what do you want from me? I was like, uh, we I was like a conversation. Like, what the hell is this? Like, what are you talking about? Right. <laughs> And she was like, nah, like, you know, most times guys don't like, they don't really like, they talking for something. And I'm like, yeah, I'm talking to enjoy the moment of our conversation. I'm talking to enjoy the moment of getting to know who you are, like really actually knowing who you are. Now, if you want to give me something, all right, that's a different conversation. Like, I, we, that's a different conversation. I'm not saying that that's not something I wouldn't want, right? Like I'm being real, right? Like, uh, but that's not the the intent. Like, and, and so to see, and I'm glad I said that because this is where people think, like, I'm influencing you because I want this. No, 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 no. Like, you can want that, but still in the moment, listen, and that be it. Like, it doesn't always have to translate to, like, exactly what you want, because there is something about expectations. Okay, I didn't even mean to go here, but I'm going to go here. Sometimes, like, many times we have expectations on situations and they ruin the situation Absolutely. because we came in with expectations that were not warranted for the situation. Absolutely. Right. And, and, and I remember like Gary V I used to hate when he said, he was like, I have no expectations of nothing. Right. And I'm like, who the hell lives life with no expectations? Like that sounds pretty like boring. Right. Or like chaos. But I think I get more of what he's saying now. It's not that he doesn't have the expectation of behavior or things of that nature. What he's saying is it's like, the situation, I need to understand the situation to then set expectations, sure. right? Like, and that's not to say you don't have a standard that you're going to ultimately get back to, right? Like you are, the person must meet or the situation must meet, right? A price point if you're in business or what have you, but let's, but there is so, there's some value in going into situations curious right. and letting the moment like kind of like develop in itself, 
See, you got to be, you got to be, again, have good foundation of who you are to be able to have this trust that you can navigate through all of these murky waters without losing yourself in this murky water, right? Like, like, so this, this is why this stuff builds for me on top of each other. And it took a long time to learn, right? Like, there's beauty, right? Like, I told my wife, I said, um, I remember we were listening to something. It said, um, surgeons always find a way to do surgery when they talk to patients, <laughs> right? Like, like, you know, like doctors that specialize, they always find a way that there's something that's going on. They can relate it back to something, how they can practice it. Right. And I said, sometimes that's like a, not the best thing because they know how to fit it into that box. Well, when you go in with certain expectations, you're pushing it into boxes, but like good doctors go in and say, what's wrong? What's exactly the issue? And then they say, you know what? Surgery is not the right option. Or it's really priority number four, but you must do one, two, three first, right? And sometimes we go in as an expert surgeon with these expectations and situations, and then that dominates our communication because we start, if we do ask questions, we're asking questions to guide people, right? Like to these conclusions, like I was really good at that, right? These yes or no box questions to push you over there, like, man, I was masterful, and people wouldn't even realize I was doing it, right? But that's not effective communication. That's not effective influence. Because if I guided them to a box that they really didn't want to be in in the first place, then guess what would happen? They box. just say no. Yeah. I, I couldn't get the agreement. I couldn't get the sale. That's it. That's it. Right? That's, I mean, this translates to everything that, that I do in business, right? Everything that we do on the financial services side. What I have to teach people that come into business with me a lot is get away from the outcome. Yeah. When you come into a business like ours where you have a product you have right, an insurance product to sell or some type of financial product to sell. You yep. often connect your thinking with the outcome of the product. All right, yep. I got to get this person to buy this. I got to get them to buy the insurance. I got to get them to buy the product, right? And I always have to retrain people's minds. Like, no, no, no. We're just here to like, like kind of have the conversation yes. first. Have the conversation so you can listen and figure out what the need is because the need is not always the product. Yes, yes, that's how you make money. Yes, that's how, right? That's what you might want to be able to get to them, but that's not always their need. Their need might be, they just need someone to have a conversation with about this one topic that they read that is confusing them in the finance world or something. Yes. Something about a stock, something yes. about some, and it has nothing to do with this, but you can still add value in this side and it'll continue to open up the lines of communication that eventually at some point, if you get down to that place where that becomes a need for the mm -hmm. product, then they'll be more, more likely to actually get it, right? And too often we connect to, to the outcome. Yep. And that's what you're talking about, right? Like you can't, that's that expectation thing, right? Yes. Don't connect to that outcome, to the expectation of what you think needs to happen. Just open up the door to be curious, to ask questions, to really find out where is that person right now? What are they yes. going to do? What do they need? then you add, use your listening skills, right? Use your listening skills to then direct that person into the best direction. That is yeah. influence. That yeah, is the best direction that they want to go and you're go. willing to meet them there. Exactly. Right? Exactly. That's influence. So, so that was a long answer to my influence, but it's so important that yeah. it, it's like, I believe it's so important that we want to give perspective today. So we giving you like our like tools, right? And then the next thing, so if I'm layering, mm -hmm. the next thing, now this one's harder. This one takes a lot more time, but it builds upon the first two. You got to know who you are, or at least start getting, going that direction on that path. You don't have to know it. Yeah. You, know, you never know it. You have to be able to effectively communicate and influence. But if you can develop superior leadership skills, game changer. So I like to call leadership skills, the ability to galvanize the troops to say, let's go take that hill, yeah. right? Like, like bring them together. We find, we, we cast vision, we have to cast vision, set your mission, your objective, orchestrate everyone's, organize everyone's skills and talents, get everyone to be intrinsically motivated, not externally motivated. Intrinsic motivation says, the people want to do it themselves. You don't have to always pep talk them. Not saying that you won't ever pep talk them. You don't always have to incentivize their behavior. Not saying you don't incentivize good behavior. You get them to 
a place where they themselves say, I want to do everything in my power to help take this heel with the skills and talents that I have. They that know what they're fighting for. They know what they're fighting for and they want to fight that fight. Right. 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 And and I don't know, did we ever talk about like the that the whole um diagnostic motivation theory on the on the podcast before? I, I, did I, I never brought it up? I don't think so. Okay. So and I'm really, I'm really, really like, I really believe in this thing, right? So they, the, the diagnostic motivation theory says people are motivated, but everybody has this motivation thing internally, right? And they go through this process to decide whether they're going to do something or not, or how motivated they are going to be to do something. So the first step is they say, do I want to actually put forth the energy to said task, right? Like everybody first start, like how much energy is that about to take? right because remember our brains want to conserve energy right so it's the first step like how much energy do i want to put into this then number two let's say you're like all right i, I got the energy for this today right i hear i, I want all that smoke right as kwame brown would say right <laughs> you got to get a kwame brown reference in on the podcast before right probably um, every every single every episode, episode we're going to figure out kwame brown into our podcast right because we're both so intrigued by him um but number two after you decide i have the energy for it you're going to then say do I have the skills to actually accomplish said task? Or do I believe I have the ability to acquire the skills to accomplish said task, right? So then these both have to be yeses, right? Then you say, okay, I have the energy, I have the skills. Well, what's the actual outcome if I do said task, right? So what's the outcome? Like what's about to happen? Then, you, then here goes the most critical part. Then you say, all right, I have the energy, I have the skills, I know what the outcome is, but then the fourth one, is that outcome valuable to me? Now, that's the one where most businesses like really miss it with their employees. They know they got the energy. They know they have the skills. I mean, they assessed it, right? They're there assessing. They know what the outcome is. They're telling them when you do this, X happens or then, but they don't really care whether that outcome is valuable to the person, right? Like you know how to sell this car, you know how to sell this job, but, but and I'm going to give you this, there you go. And they're like, oh, that's not valuable to me. So I'm not motivated. So everybody, if you think about it, you go through this process with every single decision that you make and good leadership, I believe understands how you are motivated. And it is my job as a leader to design the outcome that's valuable to you so I can take that off the table. And then we're just working on, do you want to put forth the energy and do you have the skills? And we know the outcome and you know it's valuable to you. And so that's the, di it's called the diagnostic motivation theory. Got you. Yeah. I mean. It makes sense to me. I never heard of that, but it makes sense to me because I know in leadership, the key is connecting what the value, right? Like value, when, when you say that word value, it just, it clicks because I'm always talking about adding value, but you know, what is valuable to that person? Yes. What is valuable to that person? And can you connect the mission? Can you connect what you're doing yes. to, to what is valuable for that person? And every individual is completely different and has a different value system, yes. different things. And that's like you said, where a lot of companies drop the ball because it's hard to connect what you do to that individual employee, that individual staff member, yes. of what adds value, what brings value to them, what they're actually after. Here's, right. the, here's the other side of it. Many of them, many people don't know what they want. Many people don't know what their value, what, what value they want out of something. Many people might think just working at a job, I just want this paycheck. Like I don't actually want any anything else from here. And, Listen, right? Like, oh, like, I'm sorry, like I we've gone through this process at work, right? Like, and I'm like, so I'm like like putting off studying all this stuff and I'm like bringing it to my CEO. Like I really do this now. Like I feel good. Like I have a place where I can like study all this stuff and be like, hey, go read this book. CEO yeah. and they're like all right cool I'm gonna go read the book with you and then we talk about it right yeah. and so like I literally went through because how do you know what people want you have to ask right so I went through and I asked my whole team I said what's in it for you like why are you here every day like what's in it for you like don't talk about the business I don't care about the business what's in it for you like what do you want to extract from this company 
like totally like I said, and there's no strings attached on this. Like, and I, and I said to my team, so think about this. You have your leader coming to you saying, we're, we're going to make some strategic changes with the business possibly. Right. Um, and obviously I'm a part of the strategic change, right? Like, so, you know, it's happening already, right? This ship is going, it's left the dock. (laughs) We're thinking about making some more strategic changes. What do you want? Because we want to design our strategic changes internally by like what's valuable to you guys right like it's the whole point of like employee surveys like i always tell people like do your damn survey say what you want like you're never going to get anything you're never going to have a chance at a change right so i'm just like forget a year from now when the survey comes out like right now what do you want how much money do you want to make like explicitly and do you not know i had some people literally tell me no I don't want you to know how much money I want to make. Huh? Uh, huh? Huh? <laughs> what do you say to that? What do you say to that? How does that work? I said, now you know I know how much you make, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> let's just let's just see, like a question, right? Like, like I just like let's 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 process this for a second. I, you know, I know, right? Like, I just want to make sure, like, that's a yes or no question. I don't like, let's, like, yes or no questions are not good, but this is a moment for, like, you understand, I do know how much you actually make, right? Like, it's not a secret to me, right? Okay, cool. Like, all right, just because you may not know and you think I'm trying to, like, figure out how much you make, but I know, right? Okay, cool. Now that we have that established, why don't you feel it's valuable? for you to express the goals, the financial goals that maybe you have things that you, you want to do with your family, but like, why not like express it? Because like, I, I don't know any other way to say this. Like, like I'm part of the gatekeeper right. that unlocks that for you here, right. right? Like I'm part of the guy who kind of figures this stuff out, right? right? Like, I mean, it's just the reality of the situation, right? Like you, you don't work for yourself. Like you work in a company and company have caps and move or they have room to move. And if you have your company saying to you, how much money do you believe you're worth? Are you want to make a high, whatever verbiage you want to put in there, you better say it. Like you better say it. Why do you think they wouldn't say it? See? Like, what do you think um, going on? What, well, real talk, trust. Okay. Trust, mm-hmm. right? See, so we're talking about leadership now. So I'm giving you guys an example of what I believe that I'm how I'm trying to effectively lead. What, as asinine as it sounded to me, right? At the same time, I took it as an opportunity to say, there's still some people that don't trust me yet. Right. 75 days in. Okay. That's a benchmark for me. Now I have some other people who tr- like who like seem to really trust me very quickly, and they're like, "Hey, bro, if you can get me right here, <laughs> if you get me right here, bro, like you gonna change my life. Right. Like my my family, my wife won't have to work no more if you can help me get right here." And they're they're not saying like just pay me that. They're saying like if you can help me get right here, I can move out of my house. I can do this. I can spend more time with my family. I can take this vacation. Like I've never thought about taking before. Like you, and then I have others that are just like, no, I'm not saying nothing to you. Right. And so what did that tell me as a a leader? I have some that trust and some I have not effectively influenced yet to trust. Right. right? And so good leadership says I have my spectrum and now let me work individualized, specialized. See, some people like, I specialize in this skill. I've come to the place right now, I specialize in people. That's my specialty, right? Like I may, I I don't know a lot about this or that, but there's one thing I know significant amount about and I'm still learning is people. And it's a never ending game, right? Like to constantly (laughs) learn because people are constantly evolving. Yes. it's one thing to learn the boomers. It's another thing to learn Gen X. It's another thing to learn Gen Z. It's another thing to learn, right? Like everyone's different. And then you got to niche that down to Gen X in Texas or Gen X in Florida. That's right. (laughs) Right. right. And it's different. And it's different, but it all falls down to everybody has this motivation, right? Like this process they go through. And so leadership, the ability to be able to get people 
and go a direction, right? And we talk about that. And then setting things up and structure, putting structure in place where people feel like they have autonomy, right? They, they have a place where they can have mastery of their skills, right? And they have a place where like it's a, it's, they see all these things working together and it's actually valuable to, to their goals and their dreams. They have a purpose is the word that I'm looking for. They have a purpose. And if you can perfect that skill, right? I left one industry that I was in majority of my career since college, went into another career in which I've always said, I am not good at any of the technicalness of technicalness. I don't think that's a word, but the, the technicals of the industry. I was laughed at for like helping one time on this plumbing job. Like I was trying to help somebody and they literally laughed at me for how I was trying to help. Now, my giant never did this before. Like the fact that they even laughed at me shows their insecurity. But anyways, <laughs> that's, that's not the point, right? <laughs> the point is, it was now I'm leading a group of people that have a specialized skill in something that I don't know, I didn't know anything or much about, let's say it that way. Yeah. But why? Because I have the ability to communicate effectively, which allows me to help me influence and then I have the ability to be able to lead, right? Like I've perfected my leadership or perfecting my leadership ability. So people trust me. I had a, I had a, um, a um, coach, whatever, at my last job and they were running like our scores. Like it put you on these metrics, like you're good at this, you're not. And she said, you know, she goes, I'm gonna tell you something. She goes, your skill set can, you can take your skill set and you can go to any company and you'll be successful once you learn like the, the tricks of the trade and maybe there's some specialty there, like industry knowledge you have to get to. She goes, but these are foundational things. And that really was a big thing for me. And that's not like me bragging. That's me advocating for you to get a good coach and people that can walk you through things that open your mind up to things. Right. right. And when she said that to me, it was like, oh, I had, because I never was one of those people that like specialized in this one thing, right? I was very, I'm like, I'm so curious, I touch everything, right? Like I'm that person, right? We talk about it all the time. Like there's been times you're like, you're like, T, you were doing this and T, you were doing that and T, you were doing this. And I'm like, I know, I'm like, it's like a buffet for me. I love buffets, by the way. Like if you ever want to treat me out, take me to a really good buffet. Like oh, you will like have do the me. buffet stuff. Buffet. Oh, huh? uh, you hate buffets. We had a whole talk yes, about we that. Did, and we but our, our perspectives are absolutely different. I love buffets. Give me all the germs. Like that's how I got the COVID, right? Yeah. <laughs> like I'm, I'm abused. I'm, my body's abused. <laughs> <laughs> no, but all jokes aside, right? Like I just, I really am just so curious about people. And I believe that that those those three things. So like we have a very long perspective, but we were both playing on that mm. foundation of faith for me, the ability to be able to influence individually, communicate effectively, which starts with a lot of listening, three times listening, one time talking, right? And then the ability to be able to take that influence and then be able to create vision or cast vision, set mission and understand all the motivations of all your people and then structure and build structure around that, that the, the, the mission that you guys have is valuable for everybody that they're intrinsically motivated. You're able to do that. You can go work at Google. You can go work at the United States Supreme Court. <laughs> you can go be a president of the United States. Like these are foundational things that then you layer a specialized skill tactically on top of that game over game over Listen, come on bro leadership is the highest paid position in the world i was told that a long time ago and i i listened to that and i just locked that in leadership is the highest paid position in the world whether you are talking about from an actual monetary standpoint being a leader of a company yeah. show me anything great i'll show you a great leader that's behind it Show yep. me any, any company that's big, I'll show you a great leader. That's that monetary motivation or that monetary right re reward. But let's talk about being a leader in your family, being a leader, a leader in your community, being a leader in society. Like, do you know what it means to be the leader of your family? Do you understand like the same exact things fall into place where it's like, 
You got to set the set the mission. You got to yeah. understand your the the strengths, the weaknesses. You can't push people into the direction that you want them to go. Expectations. To exactly. Right back to <laughs> it. Right. You got to You got to be able to say, okay, well, this is what I know that you're good at. You communicate with them, and then boom, we can set this mission together. So you're the best mother you can be. I'm the best father you can be. You're the best son. You're the best daughter. Right. Like. You're the mm -hmm. best. You're going in the right direction. You understand what our legacy is, what our family name is about, right? Like those are, that's leadership inside of your family. Yeah. Right. Like, and that is a huge, huge, again, foundational thing because not again, I get it. Right. We're here. We're the entrepreneur, right? We talked entrepreneur, entrepreneur recently, right? Like get it. Like, yes, I have to be a leader as an entrepreneur because I'm going to be the head of that ship or whatever the case is. But for those of you that just have a job and you're not maybe in a leadership position at your work, when you go home, you're a leader. Yeah. When you go yeah. home, like you're, you're influencing your family. Yeah. You yeah. are setting the mission. You are telling them, like, like you are getting the troops together and saying, this is what we're going to attack. We're going to attack the best life, the best version of ourselves, success, whatever that is, the, you know, the highest expression of ourselves as Oprah yeah. says, right? Like that's what you then are cultivating as a leader of your family. So let's talk about like, let's, cause I, I'm thinking about the 22 year old that still lives at home with mom or dad. That's, <laughs> that doesn't have any leadership responsibility at their, at their, at their job. And they're probably listening like, all right, that don't apply to me. That don't apply to me, but you said it. And I want to highlight it. You start off being the leader of yourself. Right. It starts with yourself. Yeah. Right. Like I remember Creflo Dollar years ago. <laughs> and people are like, oh my God, he's talking about Creflo. I hate him. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I remember he said to, like he was talking to, to believers about like people always talking about like, I'm gonna fight the devil, right? Like, you know, I'm gonna battle off these demons and all this other stuff. And he said, How you gonna fight the devil if you can't even win the war on sugar? That's right. And, right <laughs> like, how you gonna fight the devil you can't even beat sugar right like it slapped me so hard in the face because i was like really struggling with sugar at that time <laughs> and and I, I, what does that mean to the 22 year old it means there's some things you have to win within yourself and i like some people don't like to hear it like say that but i believe everyone's a leader because everyone can lead themselves right like you there's always that battle of like feeling like i should do this or do the right do this or do that right like there's this like like this this right or wrong thing that we go through every single day and and i know right or wrong that, that means there's expectations but we all have our own like boundaries right when those when those wars right like you laughed about sugar you're going to health journey i'm on a health journey after this well, you know, it, it's supposed to be my day to relax, but I'm about to go do a three mile run, right? Because the last couple of days I was preparing for this event and I didn't really get my, you know, my work in the way I wanted to get it in. So now I have to go make up. That's, that's owning your own. Sh that's right. Listen, like that's owning your stuff. You are, I'll take it one step deeper. Like you can't lead others until yeah. you lead yourself. Yes. It's yes. not possible. You can't yeah. be a leader in your family. Yeah. You can't be a leader at your job if you are not leading yourself. That's yes. the prerequisite for yeah. being a leader of others. Yeah. So you have to pay attention to those things. How are you leading yourself? Are you are you holding yourself to any forms of standards? Are you are you uh do you have a mission and a vision for your life? Yeah. Do you yeah. know the things you're attacking, right? Like all those. Yeah. Things Even if it's a, only a, a few months out, right? Like some people can't go process out. I'm just giving the other perspective. Like even a month out, hell tomorrow. Like, yeah. like, look, like my, 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 um, my sister-in-law gave me this book, right? She gave me this, um, yesterday, um, as a father's day gift, right? When she was over, it's a hundred, the hundred day goal journey. And like, I was like, you had me at goals, <laughs> 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 right? But it just breaks down like your day. And it's like in the morning, what am I grateful for? In 95 days, in 94 days, what's my action plan? Like, even if it's just the next day, like this is owning your life. Like this is owning, this is leading yourself, which then allows you to plug other people into place and go from there. And so those are my things. If you can perfect those three things, start to solidify your faith work on your influence, be able to start learning how to lead others and go after that hill, if you will, like galvanize the troops. Like money, 
money because now then it's just applying all that to where you want it to right like chris has done it in in the world of finance it's a lot of money there you can apply this in a lot of in the world of art like the, the, you know in, in music and in theater and in, in the arts you can apply this in sports think about owning your day right how many pay, how many players now are some phenomenal coaches that's superior to their playing ability. Tyron Lou, he was a backup point guard for the freaking Lakers, right? Like that was my like my team. He was a backup point guard to, to Derek Fisher, right? And now he's one of the top coaches, right? Doing something that with the Clippers that have never been done before. I hate the Clippers, but I have to acknowledge it, right? Like, like right. these are these are skills. John Maxwell. John Maxwell has a quote on leadership, and this is how we'll wrap this up. Um, he says, leaders are ones that know the way, go the way, and then show the way. Right? So that is supposing if you're a leader and you know which way to go, you go that way. That is the self part. If you know yeah. which way to go, then you have yeah. to go that way yourself. Then you can show other people the way. Yeah. That is leadership. That is how it works, but you can't think you know the way and just show the way without mm -hmm. going the way, right? You cannot. Can't do it. You can't you do it. So that's why these things become foundational. That's why you going through this journey, you learning how, like all of this. And so, you know, I, I love, we're in agreement. You guys here, right? We're giving you our perspective, but it's the same perspective. I would add on one on top of all of these things comes down to a growth mindset, understanding yeah. that your mind, like how, who you are today is not the person you will be in a, yeah. in a month, in a year, in five years, and that you have the ability to change, right? We put limitations on ourselves. We speak about the things that we're not good at or we're not going to do. Mm -hmm. And you actually have to have the opposite mindset to grow, to say, I can learn that. I can yeah. grow into that. I can become that. I'm not limited to this. That is also a huge foundational thing to really allow you to have some success. If you think you're the same person you were at 21 as you will be at 41, right? Like it's not gonna, your, your life is not gonna amount to much because you're stuck limiting your beliefs, right? Yeah. We talk about limiting beliefs. It's being able to actually say, you know what? I can grow, be that. I can become that. I can learn that skill. I can do those things. I can communicate better, right? It's actually a belief that you have that yes. then allows you to start putting some of these things in action that, that we talk about, right? Can you become, are you a great communicator now? Possibly not. Can you become one? Absolutely. Since, right, we're talking on the word today, Moses was a stutterer, right? He was not smart enough necessarily to lead an entire nation. However, God how would he communicate with them? So what did he do? Think about what did he do? He, he wrote it down. Listen he pulled down, other resources for people other to resources, talk. <laughs> had other people talk with him, right? Like that's that's kind of the way. And so it's not, a, he understood that as he was seeing God use him and right, he could, you know, influence other people. Yes. That they were able to lead a nation, right? Move a nation, right? Do all of those things. And you have to have that same mindset that like, it's not about where you are right now. It's about what you want to become, where you're going and that you can change yourself, you yeah. can change all of it. So yeah. I, I add that as like kind of the, the icing on the cake, right? The cherry. That's perfect. Top. I'm so happy you said that, man. You said it best when you said my perspective, you can grow into that. Right. Like, oh, if, if I would have known that at 21 or 18, right. like, I can grow into that. Right. It's just this thought process of you got to be that and then you can do it. But no, I can grow into that. That makes the journey, like the journey, like so much more fun because you know I, I'm growing into it. Right. So that means I don't have to know it all. I'm growing into being, because somebody's probably like, oh my God, like I'm not a good, a good communicator or I'm not this or I don't want to be a leader or I'm not, like life has told you so much. You can grow into whatever you want to grow into that's it right like and i know some people on the internet are like you can't be anything you want to be like shut the hell up yes you can <laughs> right like i i mean i really like now again we go through this factor is it going to be like hard for some yes is it even valuable for some no right. 
But like right now, if me and you said we wanted to become an astronaut, right? I don't know this. Maybe there's an age limitation. I don't know, right? I think there's some old people that went into space before. Yeah, whatever. Some, yeah, there's right? some old. I mean, at least it's at least it's in the fifties, right? right? I think I mean, so. But yeah. let's say me and you said, you know what? Let's be astronauts. Like we're, you know, I'm 36. How do you, Chris? 37? 35. See, so you're a year behind us, right? Yeah. 35. If we said, hey, by 45 and 46, we want to be astronauts. Yeah. We would then look at, like, all right, what do we need to do education-wise? And then let's say it can get in that, like, we were in that window of being able to get the education necessary and train our bodies to be able to do it. Like, if we want it, like, we probably, and we had, and then let's say our families all say, go live in a box. We got it for 10 years. You could go do whatever you want. Like, could we like legitimately probably become astronauts? Absolutely. Absolutely. Now somebody's going to be like, but my wife wouldn't have that. My, now I get, now see, this is why people say you can't. We're not talking about like the other layers of when you decide if it's valuable to become an astronaut. Right. We're saying if you in a vacuum could do something. And then we work and work our way backwards to figuring out how that can work. And then maybe I could become an astronaut, but like my wife is walking in the background right now, but maybe she would freak out too much of the thought of me going into space. Right. And then you have to calibrate because it's your life, right? Like you got to be like, yeah, maybe that's not going to be the best thing for my family. Right. Yeah. It's just not saying that like you, you don't have the ability to do there it. There you go. You yes. have the ability to go do it. It's so funny. I was about to pose this question. And I probably still will on social. Can anyone become an entrepreneur? And I was going to preface it and like put it at the bottom, like not should everyone become an entrepreneur. That's not the question. That's not the question. Yeah. Can anyone become an entrepreneur? Right. Mm. And that just goes to what we're saying. Like, yes, in my mind, yes, because this is just skills, just things to learn. Are yeah. you going to be the best? Maybe not right but can you, how do you define best like what's best exactly what is that right like that's <laughs> yeah. that's all relative anyway but like you can anything you put your mind to you can do and that limiting we have so many limiting beliefs in our mind yeah. about what we can and can't do that it stops us from getting to and becoming the person that we're meant to become that's yes. really all this is and so yeah. all of that being said right we've given you guys some some great foundational things Again, yes. you know, you got to have some connection to your source, whatever that is for you, God yeah. for us, right? Whatever, whatever yeah. that is for you, you got to have some connection because life will get hard. Let me repeat that. Life will get hard, right? So what do you go to when it gets hard? Because yeah. that's when people go all off the deep end and don't have anything because yeah. then they don't understand what life is and all these things. So get some form of an anchor, have something that, you, that you're connected to. Become a great communicator, because if you become a great communicator, you can influence your way into anything, <laughs> into anything. Right? I, some people are going to hate that, but it, I'm just it, being it honest. It's matter, the truth, it's though. The truth. Listen, Jordan, Jordan Belfort said, like, if you learn this skill, he was talking sales. But again, yeah. we've already told you guys, yeah. sales is influence. It can be used for good or bad. Yes. Just understand that, right? It can be used for good or bad. Who you are as a person will determine what you choose to influence. Some people can influence people for the worst things into prostitution, into like, you know, yeah. child trafficking. Yeah. Like you can influence people into those things because that's who you are. You're just not, you don't, you don't have that moral compass. Yeah. But for those of us that have a moral compass and like want to just get better and help people and all those things, you still need to be able to influence. You're just influencing for good. At the end of the day, it's influence. It's yeah, you can influence somebody to put the money into your research for a cancer cure. Like, think about like, see, we don't have a problem with influencing somebody to re to do that. Exactly. Exactly. Not right? always negative. I just want Not to point that negative. out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, my mom died of breast cancer. That mm -hmm. that's a sensitive topic for me, right? Mm -hmm. And like, I I I hope somebody is like gearing up their influencing skills on top of their, spe their specialization in how to cure to get someone to fund their research right. so that other 
sons won't have to lose their mom to breast cancer. I pray somebody's per perfecting that skill right now. Because just because you got a good idea does not mean somebody's going to believe it if you are not able to articulate and communicate why that this idea should be agreed upon. So I pray all the people trying to do good are working on their influencing skill because that's how we're going to be a better place. I'm sorry, I didn't mean okay. to go on a tangent, but I want right. to, like, I, that just was hitting me really hard. Like, I hope somebody is working on their influence right now from a breast cancer standpoint. Hell, okay. from a COVID standpoint, I oh. hope somebody's influencing politicians to look at more and more research and continue down so we don't have this problem of people dying, hundreds of thousands of millions of people dying from a virus right. and its variants. That's right. It's influence. It's influence. Keep it, it, going, man, can, so. it can be used for great things. That's why building the skill is so important. Yeah. Building it on top of that is so important. You could influence so many great things. That becomes your legacy. That becomes what, what you're known for. And then, like T said, on top of that, then you get to that leadership side, right? The leader is one that knows the way, goes the way, and shows the way, right? Rallying the troops, making sure that, hey, even if these are the, right, as it says in the word, like being faithful over few yeah. will make you ruler over many. Right? Are you faithful over the few people that you're in, you're called to lead? It might just be your family right now. It yeah. might it might just be yourself right now. Mm -hmm. Right? Are you able to lead that effectively so that then your influence can grow and you can lead more people? If so, you have a bright future. Right? That's that that's what we're talking about. And then I added on that last layer of the mindset piece. Yeah. Do you have a growth mindset? Do you, are, are you, do you know that you can change? The person that you are today is not the person that you'll be in the future and you have the ability to change those things. Do you believe that? Those things that we just talked about today, foundational. So T, wrap, wrap, wrap us up. Listen, if, you're not, if, if you can continue to progress towards those things and add your specialization of like what job you wanna do, money's not an issue, which means you have more options in life Typically, you're, you're around like like happier people because like more people want to be around you, right? And you have more options to choose the people around you. <laughs> like all these things, the vacations, the time, the material things come along with these skills, just FYI, because then you can have the freedom to say, you know what, I want a Lambo because I want a Lambo, right? And I, I'm not a Lambo guy. I think I don't even think I'll get in it, but I'm just using that as an example. Or if you just want the chill condo on the water, like I got right here in my background, right? And you just want to chill and just relax and be easy, right? Um, whatever it is, I, I pray you heard, this was like a, a for us, something that you can hear is like on our hearts, just like we didn't even talk about, like it was like, let's just talk, like which one you wanna do, let's do this one. And we come to, we have a lot of the same perspective. Because we're in this position, both you yeah. and I, right? Like we're yeah. both going through this on a daily basis, right? Every we're day. Leading, we're leading our families, we're leading businesses, we're leading people, right? We're leading ourselves. We're constantly improving. We're getting like, we know what this foundation is. We understand it and we can pinpoint it when other people are not there yet or are not on that same, in that same place. So that's why we want to give you this perspective to say, yes. wherever you are, you, if this is where you want to go, these are the things that you're going to have to foundationally start to pay attention to and get better at. These are skills. Yes. These are skills. You can learn yeah. these things. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, so I think that's a great place um i'm happy i feel good i'm glad we 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 some of our better episodes sometimes i always like the off the cuff like we don't even talk about anything we just get on um and if nobody else likes it i liked it so i, I like learned it. something exactly right <laughs> if nobody else that's, called, it. that's about being a leader of yourself right like i'm thinking about and when you hit me with that growth mindset i was like oh i added another layer to this thing right um but we hope you guys enjoyed it um, if you could just take one thing, right? We talk about that all the time. You take one perspective that may be different than your own, or maybe it, maybe it's a compound, right, of your own, and it just reinforces it for you, or it's coincidence or whatever, right? Take it, run with it, go with it, and trust me, everything else, everything else will work itself through because you're working it out. So um, that's all I got. Perfect, Chris. And, and for everybody that's listening, right? Again, feel free to hit us up. We yes. want to hear from you. We want to hear your perspective. If you're struggling with any of these things, let's talk about it. Let's have the conversation, right? Again, we want to hear your perspective. You've already heard ours, but let's continue to, to, to go down this path because that's how we really break free. That's how we really learn and grow 
by yep. hearing other perspectives. So yeah, um, hit that subscribe button. Like we never do that. Hit that subscribe button. Never do that, right? Hit the ping so you can hear it. Hit the like. Hit the like button. Share this video. That's right. Because we're trying to get this in front of a lot of people. You guys know we're 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 giving you value. Hopefully, you're taking some value, right? We don't know if we're giving value, but from our perspective, we believe we are. And so, if you do like it, right, share it with somebody. Send it to some. Right. This is the way that this social media stuff works right yes. you gotta subscribe you gotta like you gotta share the content yeah. more people will see it and it'll Don't be yeah. selfish that's right that's right don't be a what do they call it? like a ghost a ghost liker like you don't like anything you just watch all the videos uh -huh. like ever <laughs> don't be that person show us some love but really it's so we can get this in front of some other people because people yeah. need to hear this and they they need some value as well so uh until next week guys we're signing off Bang bang, you know, say get away the real bang bang. The real bang bang, guys. God bless. Enjoy your week. All right now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Perspective Podcast. We hope this conversation made you think a bit deeper, gain some insight, or even possibly even gain a brand new perspective. If you did enjoy it, do us a favor, please subscribe to our podcast on Apple Music, Spotify, Anchor, or anywhere else you stream. Leave a review to help more people experience these conversations and potentially change their perspective as well. And lastly, as always, T and I want you to connect with us. So follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. You can find us just by using our names. And there we get a chance to hear your perspective. Until next time, God bless.